Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Digging It with Eric Ritchie. It's the VSN Volleyball Podcast, and we're so glad you joined us. Of course, our sponsors for this show, Farm Bureau Insurance, St. John, St. Charles Parish, as well as the Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan. Man, we've got so much to talk to. We took a week off last week as we prepared for the Wrestling State Championships, which will actually talk about more at the end of this program, but a lot of news to get to, high school coaching news, uh, and that's what our guests are going to be here to talk about uh, this week. Uh, We're very fortunate and pleased to have Latasha Wise-Jackson. You know her recently as the assistant at Dominican, but before that, she was just awesome at Central Catholic. Well, she is back in the reins as a head coach, coaching now at Vanderbilt, where it all began for her. We're going to talk to Coach Wise-Jackson in just a bit. We're also going to go up on the North Shore and talk to Joseph Holm. He does a ton of work with us here. You know him as a VSN analyst and also a sports writer uh, for NOLA.com, concentrating on the uh, St. Tammany Bureau Parish. But listen, he did an article on Coach Danny Tullis late January that uh, basically talked about Coach Tullis's move from Pope John Paul to Slidell and Eric Williams, his former assistant, staying at Pope John Paul to become the head coach at Pope John Paul. So we're going to talk to Joseph about that move as well. So a ton to get to in just a bit. But as usual, especially during this time of the year, we start this show off with club volleyball. And over the past couple of weeks, there's been a couple of big-time winners that we want to talk about. Again, we go to the NOLA 18s, who again win a tournament, this time the beast of the Southeast in Atlanta. We've talked about this team before in the show. Three of the five MVPs from the high school state tournament in November are on this team. Well, they take first in gold in Atlanta. Uh, They already got their bid uh, to nationals in their last tournament in Texas. So congratulations goes out to them. WD Nation, the 17s blue, came in second. So a tremendous honor for the team coached by Allison Hartman. Also want to talk about Southern Hospitality in Jackson, Mississippi, and a very young team, but a team that you're going to want to watch. We're talking about Core Elite, their 11s, their head coach there on the far left. That is Jalon Braden. Braden, and we're going to talk to Coach Jalon. She's going to be on the show here in the next couple of weeks. But her 11s right there, they win gold again, and um, Coach Brandon now has back-to-back championships. This team won Gold at the NOLA Blastoff as well. So congratulations to them. And also in Thibodeau, Coach Sandy Fusell's 14s, they continue to do the job. They win first at the Cowgirl Classic. Um, A tremendous job by Coach Sandy Fusell, of course, going into the Hall of Fame this year. That's their second gold as well. That Rise 14s team won the LAV Invitational not too long ago. And congrats to Jody Pulizano and her crew club. Uh, The 16s have been playing great. There's Coach Jody in the far right. They won first at the Cowgirl Classic just about 10 days ago. And her 17s also a winner at the Cowgirl Classic taking first place. So congratulations to all those winners. But as we said at the onset, the big topic of conversation on this show is coaching moves on the high school volleyball ranks. And that's where we go next as we head to Dominican Academy to go ahead and join Latasha Wise Jackson, who is the new head coach at Vanderbilt Catholic. First of all, coach, 
So happy to have you on the show and could not be happier for you. Congratulations. What's the buzz been like for you lately? This has not been a boring last couple of weeks. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Um, I think everyone was a little shocked uh, when I said I was going back to be a head coach um, after my, uh, you know, taking off the last three years. Uh, my life kind of took off. I got married. Um, I had a kid. I have a son, Carson Jackson, um, and my husband, Christopher Jackson. So that's where I, um, I've been over the last <laughs> three years. I've been, uh, you know, being a mom and being a wife and it has been great has been wonderful um i've enjoyed that but um and i've enjoyed my time at dominican i just think now it's time for me to get back uh to the head coach realm well let's let's talk a little bit about it first of all let's just talk a little bit about you go, you know you say that's where you've been you know people in the volleyball ranks know where you've been trust me especially if 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 you're going up against Dominican who's now won three consecutive state championships you've been a big part of that it's like what what's the phrase embarrassment of riches they already have awesome coaching and awesome players and then what they're getting Latasha Wise as an assistant. That's my first reaction. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you did an awesome job there. Um, what was it like those last couple of years uh, as an assistant uh, under Jessica Chatelier and the, the job you've done with the JV team, but also preparing that varsity team? Uh, man, I mean, the, the you know, you, you got the hardware and the rings to prove it. Well, from your perspective, what was the biggest difference, I guess? And I, uh, I know moving to New Orleans was a change for you, for your family. But what was it like being an assistant at, at Dominican? The last three years has been incredible. Um, working under uh, Coach Jessica Chatelier um, has been great. Uh, Jess is wonderful. She's a great coach. Um, she's a great mentor for the kids. Um, she brings so much to the game of volleyball. And um, even entering uh, this year into my 12th year, I learned so much from from Coach uh, Jessica um, and her philosophy, which, you know, greatly ties into everything that I believe in. Um, and it showed that over the last three years in her leading this team to three consecutive state championships, which I, um, I'll i just go out on a limb and, see, I, and say I see another one coming in the future. Um, but it's been great. You know, uh, Coach uh, Shadler has trusted me to uh, lead that JV program. And then when I decided to take a step back, even to lead the eighth grade program, uh, here at Dominican, um, so it's been it's been wonderful. It's uh, I think everybody know that winning is our ultimate goal, but um, just the environment here at Dominican High School, just the, the program as a whole, is uh, very wholesome. It's for uh, for young women. So um, I've been gracious and um, to be a part of such um, greatness uh, so early as you know. Uh, from being a part of the very first Dominican uh, championship to the third one, it has just been great. And so I've been um, very blessed to be a part of such greatness here at Dominican. Going now to Vanderbilt to take over the program that Greg Castillo leaves behind uh, after his his move. Let me ask you, what um, – Kind of take me through the whole process. You know, you, you knew there was an opening. You had coached there before. That was your first job in 2011 uh, as an assistant. You started your coaching career at Vanderbilt. What made you want to make the move now? And, and what enticed you uh, to apply for the position and, and, and look at you now, the new head coach at Vanderbilt High School? 
Well, I would like to say that uh, <laughs> Vanderbilt Catholic kind of enticed me. Um, I really didn't have, uh, I wasn't looking to leave Dominican. Like I said, I've been happy here. Um, but um, when they reached out, um, I just, for my family, where I'm at right now in my life, I thought that it would be a, a great move for me. What wasn't uh, kind of a lateral move, but it was a great, it's a great move for my family and I. And um, like you mentioned, I was at Vanderbilt Catholic back in 2011, where I coached basketball there as well. Um, so to go back there where um, Vanderbilt has had a successful program over um, the last couple of years and even before that, and um, being led by Coach Greg Castillo, who um, I also admire, have great respect for, um, I just I can't wait to also be a part of and continue uh, something great at Vanderbilt Catholic and hopefully lead them to much success. Well, let me tell you, and we're going to show some video uh, in just a little bit of some players that uh, that are going to be playing for you here in the not too distant future. But first, I want to tell you, um, so my daughter, Emma, obviously a setter at Mount Carmel, and she's going to be one of the ones that's going to try not to have you guys win four in a row. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're loaded, too. They got a great program coming back. So let me add the um, so she's on a team that plays in Thibodeau. And obviously, you know, Coach Sandy, you're an assumption grad. Um and uh, Coach Cooey's done a, just a fabulous job with them. And but that team, the 16s, you know, they, um, many of them, four of those players are going to be playing for you um, this fall. And their parents are obviously asking me, you know, hey, we got a new coach. Do you know anything about her? Here's what I said to describe. I go, you have no idea how lucky you guys are. I go, this is. I go, this is. Then this is. This is exactly how I described it. I go, they're like, well, what is she like? What is she like as a coach? I go, she is energetic she is full of energy and passion and knowledge for the sport she's successful i go i go i don't know what else you want in a coach but <laughs> the, you're getting it all wrapped up into one bundle so how would you describe am i accurate with that assessment or how would you describe yourself as a head coach i think i'm pretty i'm pretty close well i, I would like to say that it I have been successful and I'm very uh, gracious for that success. Um, that started at Vanderbilt Catholic. Um, I was there for two, um, two years and we, we did make it to the semifinals. Um, and then when I left the very next year, the team made it to the finals. Um, and then my career lead me to Vanderbilt Catholic, I'm, I'm sorry, Central Catholic in Morgan City, where um, I was fortunate to, you know, make the playoffs every year, win district titles, um, become coach of the year before I left and ultimately make it to the state finals where we lost to Country Day, but still having that goal set of getting those girls um, to the finals. So, um, and then my career led me to New Orleans to Dominican. So I, I would like to say that I, I have been fortunate and, um, but, you know, and that's a lot of success to have in a 12 year span, but ultimately um, I like, I like to think that I've had a lot of success with just young women, you know, trying to guide and lead young women to, to go out into society and take what they've learned from volleyball, take what they've learned from um, me and help to guide them into the future so that they can become successful in anything that they do. Um, just making sure that they remain competitive, uh, humble. So I, I'm very humbled um, over the career that I've had over the uh, 
12 year span. And I'm just looking forward to what the future is going to bring. I, I don't know what the future is going to bring. Um, I've had great mentors over the 12 years. Like you mentioned, Coach Sandy Fusel. I played for her at Assumption. Um, she's mentored me over the last um, 12 years of my coaching career. So I've just been blessed to be surrounded by by good people. You know, good volleyball coaches who have helped me and helped to guide me from a very young coach. You said very energetic when I entered into Vanderbilt from being a collegiate athlete to now, which you probably will see a little bit more uh, reserved coach wise, um, <laughs> who's, who's now who's now a parent and understands it from a different perspective. So um, I've been very fortunate. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm very blessed of the career that um, I've had over the last 12 years. That's awesome. And, and I was pretty close. I, my assessment was, was was pretty spot on. So I told you I had some video of some of the players. Have you met your players yet? Have you had a team? I have not. It's, it's coming up soon. I have not yet. All right. Well, I'm going to show you some of the so – get ready because you're it, – it, I'm look, looking forward to it. The, the, let's just say the cupboard is not bare. Justin, <laughs> if you can, roll some video of some players. We got two lefty pin hitters that you're going to have. Here's one of them, Neil Grace Berry. She is just a stud. Now, these are all 2025, so they'll be upcoming juniors. Here's the other lefty, unbelievable Shea Sanders. Both of those girls just rocket the ball. Now, here's a here's your middle. Here's Kenley Sebo. Look at that, number nine. She doesn't look like she's like a big, tall middle, but she has crazy ups. So there's another shot by Sanders on the outside. So it's kind of like a left-handed shortstop. You got a left-handed outside. Neil Grace Berry, she's a right side. She's an outside. She's all over. And then there's Kenley Sebo, very smart, energetic, athletic player. So there's the video you have, Coach. You also have Addison Osimo on that team as well, a great DS Rye 16 has four of your players that are going to be studs. You've got some players, Coach, coming back. Well, that's always a good thing. That's always a good thing to start. Um, and I'm excited to uh, meet them and get to working with them um, to hopefully uh, have some success at Vanderbilt Catholic. Um, it's, it's, it's a successful program. So um, it's not like uh, I'm, I'm following a scrub. I'm following a very uh, – the very talented Greg Castillo. So um, I, I have my work cut out for me and I look forward to it. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about how this, this volleyball thing all began. And you, you know, you said you were, you were a collegiate athlete. You, you played basketball at Xavier, but you yes. did say you, you played volleyball as well uh, under coach Sandy. So, so take me back to young Latasha Wise at Assumption high school, a multi-sport athlete, Tell us how volleyball played into it and um, how you wound up as a volleyball coach. Uh, funny story. I uh, always thought I would be a basketball player. And when I left basketball, I thought that I'll be a basketball coach. And uh, my career at Assumption High, um, I think I had a good career. And like I said, I had a great coach in Coach Sandy Fusel who um, – who pulled me to the volleyball rim. Um, I went kicking and screaming <laughs> because I said, I'm a basketball player coach. I don't play volleyball. And she said, yeah, you, you're going to play volleyball. And I said, I don't play volleyball coach. So I'm, I'm a basketball player. She said, okay, we'll see about that. I'll see you at tryouts. And then uh, I went to tryouts. And as a freshman from saying that, I, you know, I don't want to play volleyball. I found myself very quickly on a varsity team. Yes, uh, if you know did. anything about 
Assumption Volleyball has been a great program for years and years with some great athletes that have come out of Assumption High. Um, and in that freshman season, I found myself in the Train Center, one of the biggest showcases in, say, Louisiana, playing against, uh, I think it was John Curtis in the semifinals uh, when it was Joanna McKnight that was there. And I was like, what is going on? Like, how is this possible? I, I literally said I did not want to do this. But needless to say, that's where I, my love for volleyball started. Um, and then I went to college where I decided, hey, I'm still a, a basketball player. I'm going to continue my career as a basketball player at Xavier. And a uh, funny story, Coach Greg Castillo was the, vo- head, was the volleyball coach at Xavier when I arrived there in 2005. Wow. And he okay. had this crazy idea that you should be a two-sport athlete. And I said, oh, I guess not. I'm definitely not doing that at the collegiate level. And this time I'm definitely going to say no and mean it. So he and I always joke about that, how I turned him down and I said no um, to playing college uh, volleyball. But soon after I graduated uh, from Xavier, I graduated with a degree in psychology and business, which I have taught um, over the 12 years. And then um, I left and I said, I want to further my my uh, career in basketball. So I would like to coach basketball and one day maybe coach college collegiate basketball. So I went to Vanderbilt Catholic um, under the leadership of a coach, um, uh, Coach Kathy Luke, which um, she's one of Louisiana's greatest basketball coaches. And she yes. took me in and um, and I, you know, I work with her and she ran very much so a, um, a clean uh college basketball program and you know i went to some clinic uh, who wants to be a coach you know for the final four in basketball and i met all kinds of basketball coaches and then i got back the next year and vanderbilt catholic uh said you want to be the head volleyball coach we have an opening and i said what <laughs> no i don't i haven't played volleyball been around volleyball in in a couple years and then J.J. Wan called me and uh, Coach Husell called me and said, you, you should do it. You should do it. I think you'll be good at it. And I said, well, OK, let's see. And that's where I started uh, my career as coaching volleyball at uh, Vanderbilt Catholic. And then from there, it just kind of took off with my passion and love for, for volleyball. I found it. You know, they say you tell God your plan and then, you know, he'll make you laugh. So um, from then on, I became known as Coach Wise, the volleyball coach. And, you know, people tell me, you know, they say, you don't coach basketball? You play college basketball? And I said, no, I don't. So it's kind of funny, you know, and I've had my years where I coach at Central Catholic basketball, but my my love has been volleyball. And I always found myself back, going back to volleyball, going back. So um, I think God's trying to tell me something again. Yes, here I am. Here you are then. Coach, in your story, you alluded to JJ Wan. Tell me how again he played a part in that. What 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 was his role? JJ and I competed against each other uh, at my time at Assumption as a player. Uh, yes, when he was oh. at Mount Carmel. Okay, right, right. And um, so when the volleyball position came available, somehow you know JJ Wan. He's tied into every aspect. Of oh yeah. Yes. So he got wind of it and he called me. I hadn't spoken to him in a while. He said. I think you should take that job. And I said, 
JJ, what? Like, <laughs> I go from, I quickly go from you being a coach with me playing against you and trying to compete against Mark Corman, who was very uh, powerful then, uh, to now JJ becoming one of a, a mentor of mine and definitely um, a very good colleague now of mine. So that's how he played a part in it. And from then on, you know, he and I have talked about volleyball and, yeah. you know, and all kinds of uh, techniques Same. and drills. And, you know, so that's how, uh, that's my my love for J.J. Wan. I love it. I love it. Let, let's go back to your high school coach when Sandy Fusell, who, again, if you haven't heard, headed to the Hall of Fame finally uh, after, what, nine state championships at Assumption. I don't know. I lost track. But um, <laughs> tell me about the story about her pulling you over from basketball and saying, no, you are going to play volleyball. And, and give me some of your memories and tell us about you as a player. Were you an outside? What position did you play? No, kind I of what middle. You played middle. You were yeah. Middle. I was I was a middle blocker. Uh, you know the times has changed so much since uh, my time uh, as an as a player. But uh, you know now you say uh, the kid you showed me from Vanderbilt. That's the middle. You said she's not very big. But um, if you notice, the game has extended itself to the middle. The middle blocker being quick, uh, very oh, agile and that short. Is, yes, that's Kenley. Short. Yeah. So that's um, and very explosive. Um, when I played, the middle blockers were tall, you know, um, and had the, bil- the ability to be agile and move to the pins to block. Yeah. So um, here I was, a five five nine uh, basketball player who could jump a little bit, you know, you not, very, not very knowledgeable about the game of volleyball. And she said, um, yeah, you're going to play volleyball. And I, and I recall um, – early in my freshman year, spraining my, my right ankle to the point where, where uh, they said, you probably should have just broke it. And um, I, I immediately I said, coach, you said, I'm done. <laughs> this is a sign. I'm, I'm done. And she said, no, you're not. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. She, she's very stubborn. But uh, some of my final memories of Coach Fusell, you know, she's very uh, humble, um, which I am very, very happy uh, for her and all of her accomplishments. Um, it couldn't happen to a better person. What did and, you learn uh, from her? What do you remember about her as a coach? What was she like as a coach? And what have you, what did you learn then? And obviously she has mentored you, you know, throughout your, your coaching career at Central Catholic as well. What did you take from, from, from coach Sandy? There's a lot of things that I took from coach, coach Fusell, And, you know, it, it definitely makes me emotional. Um, but if I can, if I can say or pinpoint one thing, um, Coach Fusel always taught us to be student athletes. Hang on one second. And you were a volleyball player, but ultimately, everybody look in their cameras and um, and smile. I think that what I've learned the most is that, you know, she helped us to become (laughs) good stuff, young women. Who can Coach, be independent? Have you seen any of that video before? Knew those um, I saw work. I was working. That was my first time Coach seeing Fusel. that. Oh, you, know, um, you may not always be the best, but you're going to come in and you're going to work hard every day. I've never seen like and, um, lefty outside. I've also taken they, from her they, they to, both be, play outside, to be fair. Play, I guess Neil Grace to be fair to the overall individual. Um, like to make sure is, that your team player oh, ultimately, like two and it's not just about one person. Uh, I know Coach Fusell never cared who was the star. It wasn't just about one person. It was about the entire team, um, and she was fair. You know, I played with both of her daughters, um, who were my setters, and I will say she was fair. Um, it, 
Now, Coach Fusell, um, she didn't yell and scream a whole lot, but we knew that if Coach Fusell sit down and put her hand over her lip, that uh, <laughs> we were in trouble. And, you know, she didn't call many timeouts, and, and her timeouts didn't come when we were in trouble. <laughs> they came when we, you know, when we was kind of competing a little bit, but when we were in trouble, she would let us figure it out. She said, you know, you got yourself into this, you know, so you got to get yourself out of it. And we'll look over and say, she going to call a timeout? And no, <laughs> it wasn't happening. So um, we, she taught us uh, some self-perseverance and um, taught to, to always work hard. Outstanding. Uh, it, it, it's been a pleasure to know her. And I, I can't even imagine, you know, your experiences with her. That that was well put. What was your favorite memory in high school? Did you got did, during your time in Assumption? Where, did you win the state championship or what? Well, give me your favorite memory during your run at, at Assumption as a volleyball player or a basketball player. Unfortunately, we 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 didn't uh, check that. I didn't check that off of my high school uh, accomplishments or goals, if you would say. But, um, you know, they say that winning a championship is the most memorable part of um, an athlete's high school career. And I'll say and I'll say, yes, I, I, I can understand that. But um, just the overall uh, the overall competitiveness, you know, we Assumption High School coach Sandy, Sandy Fusell made a name for ourselves um, from a small little town, Napoleonville, um, that when we walked in the gym and people saw that red and black, they knew that we were coming to compete. Um, I have a lot of fond memories uh, playing volleyball and basketball for Coach Sid Acosta at um at Assumption High School, but I, I will never forget one of the most humbling experiences of my life and my career is when I got a phone call from Coach Coach Fusell to, uh, that she wanted to put me into Assumption's Hall of Fame. Um, that was one of the most humbling experiences of my life because here I was, you know, yeah, I was an All-State player in both sports, but I never won a, a, state, ter- a state title. So here I am thinking, I mean, I'm not that great. You know, uh, I'm just one of the many athletes that have come out of Assumption among all of the stars, Kim Willoughby and uh, Brandon Jacobs, Tremont Williams, Kia Converse. You know, I thought I was one of the smaller athletes, you know, that didn't quite deserve that honor. And Coach Fusell assured me that, yes, you do. And so when um, I saw my jersey on the wall at Assumption and still there and when player my players go back now from different teams and they see that it's still there is very humbling for me and it lets every athlete know that you you didn't always have to be the ultimate best or win a bunch of championships that uh as long as you work hard that success um is always there that is awesome that is really good story. I can't wait to go back to the Assumption Gym now, hopefully in a club <laughs> tournament or something, and look up at that jersey. So I guess as we as we let you go, our parting question, give us the itinerary. What's next for you? When do you get started at Vanderbilt? And um, kind of what are your expectations as you go down there as the, the first-year head coach uh, for the Lady Terriers? Um, I, I, I ultimately, you know, I, I just want to make sure that, you know, we work hard. You, you can always outwork any team. Of course, if you outwork 
people, um, you get in the gym every day and work hard and get better every day, that success is going to come. You're going to win. You're going to win games. Um, I'm not expecting or, or putting out there that I expect to win a state championship. But um, if if we can just get to the playoffs, that's success in my book. Um, I hope to compete against some some uh, some of my friends uh, and get back into that room where I can talk to people, talk to head coaches, and you know, and um, I'll be at Mount Carmel playing against uh, nice. my daughter uh, awesome. early on in the season um, because I've started working on the schedule. So right. um, if we can if we can just uh, work hard and uh, ultimately compete then I'll be, I'll be grateful for that. Um, I'm excited to get started with some of the athletes there and um, the young program. And just to see what's going to happen, um, I'm excited about what's going to happen the years to come. So uh, as I've been getting over and over, um, going back to the Bayou, and I'm excited, a place that is uh, you know, near and dear to my heart, uh, close to my hometown, I'm excited about that. The future is bright for Vanderbilt Catholic. I can attest to that. We could not be happier for you, Coach. Congratulations. Best of luck to you. Can't wait to see you again and just give you a hug and just, man, I'm just I'm just real happy for you. And like I said, I showed you at least three of the four, but you got four good players from, from, from that Rise 16 club team that's going to be studs for you at uh, on the high school level. Good luck to you, and thanks again for being on the program. Thank you very much. And thank you guys at VSN for for inviting me this morning. Um, It's been fun. And uh, thank you again. You got it. Good luck to you. That was, again, Latasha Wise Jackson, the new head coach at Vanderbilt. And I'm going to tell you what, that team is going to be excited and watch out uh, for, for Vanderbilt. They're they're going to be they're going to they've got great players and and uh, and, and now a new exciting uh, head coach. So that's the first half of digging it. Uh, again, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance from St. Charles and St. John Parish and the Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan. Don't go anywhere. Joseph Holm is going to join us in just a second to talk a little bit about the situation on the North Shore with Danny Tullis going from Pope John Paul to Slidell. We're back after this. Hi, my name is Will Sermon from St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. On behalf of my entire staff, I want to wish all the players and coaches the best of luck. Real service, real people. The Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport. The Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. Welcome back to Digging It Podcast. I'm Eric Ritchie. So glad you're with us. And again, volleyball throughout the year on this podcast. We do the show during the high school season, but we've continued on during the club and beach season. And 
Our next guest is a is a friend of VSN. He's done a fabulous job as an analyst in, in not only volleyball, but he's done soccer, softball, many sports, as well as uh, his day job, which is a sports writer for the St. Tammany Farmer. Let's bring in our good friend, Joseph Holm. And uh, Joseph, welcome to the program. Happy New Year. I mean, it's the only one you're going to get in February. I haven't seen you in the year 2023. How's everything going? And welcome to the program. Going good. I mean, we're we're busy. You know, soccer's going full tilt and basketball's about to start the playoffs and, you know, carnival's coming up. So I'm just making all sorts of plans to try to get my stringers out there and try to see as many sports as I can while, you know, catching a few parades in the in the meantime. Before I get into volleyball, I think the last thing I saw a lot on social media was you proudly sporting the green at uh, some some little football game over in Dallas. You were pretty excited, man. Good for you. I, I don't know if you know how much bad Tulane football I've watched over the years, but I've watched a lot of it in a lot of different places. And I'll tell you this story. My wife and I went to that, and um, she was convinced you know, Tulane was going to win, and I was convinced Tulane was not going to win. Because, you know, I've been conditioned to that uh, my whole life. And she's, you got to believe, you got to do this. And the last four and a half minutes happened. And I had to explain every step of why that was important for us winning. And the whole time, she just said, we're going to win. It's going to be fine. We're going to win. We're going to win. We're going to win. And then we finally won it. I, I've seen a lot of crazy sports in my life. And I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. And it was, it's good to be a fan sometimes. It's really fun to get out there and be able to enjoy that. It was so much fun just watching your post of the, you know, the smile that you guys, you and your wife just lit up at that Cotton Bowl victory for the Green Wave. That was awesome stuff and well-deserved. Congrats to, to you for putting in all the, all, all the, uh, the hard work to get to it. My, my fandom is just the opposite for, for the Reds, right? I had all my, all my fun years as yeah. an eight, nine, 10, big red machine, seventies era. Then I put in 30 to 40 years of just since the 90 world series of just, Ugh. And I'm still hanging. You know, if you see Ed Daniels, he'll he'll tell you Eric Ritchie turned in his, his Cincinnati Reds fan card. And then the other day I'm like, no, it's okay. I'm I'm excited about getting Will Myers. He's like, you are out of your mind. So anyway, let's let's get back on track. Tell me about um how'd you get involved? How'd you become a sports writer? Let me ask you that before I even get into volleyball. How did you get into your career? Sure. I mean, uh, I guess the the short story is. Grandpa put me in front of a sports page when I was a kid and taught me about lines, and I was hooked since then. Um, uh, but the long story is I went to Loyola. I graduated in 04. Uh, you know, I, I moved up to Arkansas, worked for a paper there, and I came back here in 09. And I've been stringing ever since, uh, freelancing for the uh, for the Times-Picayune, for the Advocate. Now I'm working full-time for the Farmer. And it's just, um, you know, I've always been a sports guy, and I'm, five six and i'm not that fast so the other option was to was to be a writer and i found out i was i was pretty good at it so i've just sort of been trucking along since then and you know i can't i can't imagine not covering high school because it's just a you know college is a grind and the pros is a grind but high school is where you really you get players learning to love the sport and it's really a pure just sort of fun rivalry base slash athlete playing out of their mind slash, you know, when you get a great coach, they can make such a big difference in a young uh, person's life. And I mean, it's, it's just, it's so much fun. And I just love, love covering at the high school level. No, it's well put. And, and that's where I met you. And then when I had 
riverparishfootball.com or nolacatholicleague.com. You know, I'd bump into you at, at several, several events and always admired your work. And you're right. You, you are good at it. You do a great job. And then, and then we started VSN. So we just like, Hey, Hey, Joseph, Hey, you want to, you want to talk about this? I know you and I did the pink game one year, Mount Carmel Mm -hmm. and Dominican and did the all-star game. You've done a bunch of stuff with this. You do a great job as an analyst as well, color commentator. And then we made you do play by play. You're like, well, Hey, whatever, whatever you need me to do. So um, my question is volleyball and you way before I got into this sport and you were, you know, into volleyball, you knew the landscape, the good teams, the players, coaches, and I looked up to you for knowledge or I, you know, read your articles and, and, you know, studied and tried to find out what was going on. Where did you get that, that interest? You know, we all have, you know, a sport that we, we kind of like more than the others or, uh, but you definitely have a passion for volleyball. Tell me, tell me how that started. I really think it started, you know, when I was, uh, when I was stringing, when I was freelancing, you know, I talked to coaches and I'd cover a game and they'd ask me to come back because I had some knowledge of what I was doing and I wasn't just a deer in the headlights. And that happened for a lot of the quote unquote small sports, volleyball, soccer, volley, uh, softball, where maybe they don't get as much mainstream coverage. And I just, you know, these athletes fight as hard as anyone else. And I, you know, wanted to do a good job and do right by them because they don't get quite as much volume of coverage at times as some of the, you know, football, basketball sort of for the bell cows. And I just got into it. And, you know, if you can't get into a volleyball match, I don't know. You're not a, you're not a sports guy because there's so much fun. <laughs> Everyone's into it. They're such great athletes, especially in the New Orleans area. There are so many great athletes, both hitters and setters, and you know, in the back line. And if you just take a minute to actually appreciate it, um, you'll appreciate it as a sport. And then all the coaches, and you and I have talked about this, the community is so tight in the volleyball world. So number one, I, I don't want to make anyone mad because <laughs> I don't want any coach mad at me for doing doing a, a poor job on it. And two, they are some of the most helpful people in terms of understanding, hey, coach, I, I noticed this. And she's like, well, actually, or he would be actually, you know, this is why we did that. And it's a very quick sport to pick up, especially when you have coaches and players who are so passionate about it. Well, I, I know that passion and that knowledge and, and that trust that, that you develop and a rapport with, with coaches certainly came out in your article on January 27th uh, when you broke the news that Danny Tullis would be leaving Pope John Paul after 10 years and going to Slidell to become the new head coach there. Um, you and I sat next to each other at Press Row at the state championship at the, uh, uh, in, in Lafayette at the Cajun Dome. Uh, the morning after the tragedy uh, that that hit their family with the the, the passing of Christian with the automobile accident, just a, a, a horrific story uh, that happened to their family uh, just the night before a state championship. Um, I guess if you can tell us a little bit about um, that, you know, when you talk to Danny to to, to get the uh, for, for the story, kind of give me. Um, your take on, on the whole thing, on, on, on how he's doing the family and um, on the move to going to Slidell. Yeah, I think, I don't know what that family's going through. Uh, you know, I don't have any kids and, but I can only imagine how tough it's been on them. Uh, as Eric mentioned, I mean, we, we talked with Allie at the state tournament. I don't think I've seen a young athlete handle something as well as she did in that moment. Um, so that tells you just how strong of a family that is. But, 
talking to Danny, I mean, that that's tough. But he, he is one of the more intense volleyball coaches, and that is who he is. And he is also um, one of the more passionate, and he loves every player that comes through his system. And he had a great 10-year run at Pope, and it was going to last another two or three years or so or however long he wanted it to. I mean, they weren't – he wasn't going anywhere. He has a very strong – or, you know, Pope has a very strong rising senior class. Um, so they were going to make another run and they probably will make another run this year in division two. But when that happened, I just, you know, he's, he's a family guy and that is a volleyball family. I went and did a story on them midway through the season. They had, you know, locked up that two seed and I wanted to get sort of a flavor on them. And I talked with his wife, Diana, and she's showing me videos on her phone of the kids playing volleyball on the couch and setting up a net playing volleyball, and I don't know if anyone noticed, there's a lot of road construction in the area, playing volleyball over one of those, uh, you know, road barriers. They just play volleyball everywhere, and they talk volleyball everywhere. And, you know, the sport means so much to that family. All four of his kids play, you know, Ansley's over at uh, Southeastern. Allie's probably going to go to uh, uh, Pearl River Community College. I think they're still working on that, but she'll, she'll play at the next level. Christian was a very good club player. Uh, Colin, their youngest, is, is another player. So volleyball means a lot to that family. And, you know, to lose a son like that, to lose a son, period, is, is hard. To lose a son in the midst of what the family loves it had to be just devastating. And Danny's been, you know, he's been very good to talk to me. And I think he trusts that, you know, I, you know, it's a safe space, quote unquote, that I'm not going to try to sensationalize anything and I'm not going to. You know, he said some things off the record that are that are tough and that, you know, that's between him and I. But that story was just something that needed to be told because I know the Slidell community is so tight knit. And he just it's just such a tough situation because he's done such a great job at Pope John Paul and to not be able to walk into the gym anymore without feeling a sense of loss. That is just, you know, I can't imagine that as a coach, as a player, as an administrator, as anything where you can't go into your place of work anymore without reminding about one of the worst losses in your life. Um, so I'm glad that the slide out job came open. And I think it just sort of worked out um, timing wise sometimes, you know, and the Tullis will say this God has a plan. And in, in this, this case, I think it worked out well for him and, he inherits a very good club, which is nice. There's a lot of talent over there. But more importantly, I think it gives him a chance to still enjoy the sport he loves so much and be able to sort of build something new because he's getting to the point in his career where retirement's closer than, than um, you know, not. And I think he needed – he just needed that change. And it's a, it's a real blessing that he has an opportunity to do that in a community that, you know, he knows and that – he understands. So maybe that can start some of the healing. And most importantly, I think for both coach and player was that Pope has a great coach in Eric Williams coming in. She did a tremendous job in the state championship. So that crew is not going to be losing anything in terms of, you know, quality. Um, so I think this couldn't have worked out any better for all sides and just a, just a heartbreaking situation. You talked a little bit in your answer there, Joseph, about Ali maybe not seeing a player handle a, a situation as well as she did that morning. Uh, 
uh, of the the state championship, I will be an Allie Tullis fan forever. Uh, and I was a fan of hers before. And, and the, the way she has set her dumps and her knowledge of the game and just the soft hands and just a tremendous setter. But how she handled herself that day, leading her team onto the floor at the Cajun Dome, then playing a pretty good game, all right? You know, they, and then in the post-game interview room, you, myself, Christopher Dobb, uh, we were in there. Um, and Eric Williams, again, you, you brought her up. Fabulous job of keeping that team as composed as possible. And and, and then the things that Allie said, you know, looking right at both of us with her answers, um, it, it, I'll always remember it. And I'll always be an Allie Tullis fan. What, what do you remember uh, about, all, about Allie that day of that state championship morning? I remember I was making a point to watch how she handled the warmups and they played the national anthem and they did the moment of silence and all of that. And, and her and Reagan, they were right next to each other and they just sort of like were holding, you know, they were holding hands. They were obviously comforting each other and they were both taking these huge deep breaths. And I don't know how both of them held it together, but they did. And they found a way to get out on the court and just play. And once they were out on the court, I think everyone was, going to be fine it's sort of that just this is this is home this is where we know this is you know how we want to do things this is familiar for us and they handled themselves so good you know against a very good Newman team that, that played well as well but I'll never forget just I don't know how if I thought back to when I was 18 you know I'm 40 I'm going to be 41 next week uh, when I was 18 there is no way on earth if my sister had passed away the night before that I was going to be able to play a sport and be anywhere near what I was. I probably would have tried to do it and I would have been an absolute wreck. I mean, that's just me being hundred percent honest. And she did it and played a very good, solid game. And that entire team played a, a very good, solid game. And when she made the first set and it looked like just a st- straight up alley set, like there was nothing different. There was nothing off about it. She, she did it. Like I've seen her, set the ball the last three years, you know, four years of going to practices. When I saw that, I just knew that, you know, they they were in their comfort zone on the court. And I didn't know what we were going to get in the press conference. I thought for sure somebody was going to break down or we were going to have to really, you know, try to, you know, we're all professionals, so we're trying to handle it as, you know, as uh, not kick gloves, but, you know, as respectful as possible. And she just stood up there and she had a message and she answered every question head on. Christian, if it wasn't for you, I would be at home crying in my bed. But I know you wanted to go to Penn State and I know you wanted me to shine. So we put your initials on our bows and I wrote you on my wrist and I love you forever. And she just did everything that you would think I wish some professional players would do (laughs) when I see them, you know, get interviewed. And she did that. And, you know, the beginning and the end, she handled that so well. But those two things stick out is that she was so emotional right before tip, pulled it together. And, you know, afterwards was so professional and directed, you know, I have a job to do and I want to get out a message and we had a great match and I want to honor Christian this way. And, you know, she did a tremendous job of that. And Danny actually mentioned that when I interviewed him is that, you know, he's the emotional one and Allie's like, all right, coach. You know, all right, dad, we got to do this. We got to be like this, you know, and that personality just shown through uh, throughout that entire 
throughout that entire day. And I know that that whole family's hurting, but man, did she just handle herself with the utmost bit of class and dignity and, you know, took everything head on and, and really did her family proud. Most definitely did. So Danny Tullis leaves after 10 years of Pope John Paul with five state championships, two runners up. <clears throat> Before that, <clears throat> people might forget three state championships at Fountain Blue. And something that I learned reading your article was that state championship in 2011 was the last time a public school won a state championship in Louisiana. Unbelievable. Now he goes to Slidell. You said the cupboard is not bare there either. I know one player in particular, Reagan Robinson, is sensational. Uh, mm-hmm. She'll be an upcoming junior. Um, do you think Division One needs to take note is my question. <laughs> I've told a lot of people this. I think that 2024 – uh, they're a, they're a contender for a state championship. If they if the players take to his coaching, because you know Danny, he's an intense guy, and, and that's yeah. what he is. And, and um, he he does it with love, but it, it it takes it takes him getting used to. And I think a, a year in the system, because remember the first year at Pope when they had very little success, they went to the quarter. Um, now this is a slide L team that had a first round victory last year, who has a bunch of travel ball players. Uh, Michelle Anderson did a tremendous job over there. Um, they're really a program on the rise, period. And they have a bunch of rising uh, sophomores and juniors. If they take to his coaching and, and he sort of gets his program in there and they all buy in, that district, which is already crazy good, uh, our district is uh, the – that volleyball district on the North Shore is just insane. It's just – every year it's just North Shore and uh, Mandeville and – Fountain Blue, and, and now Slidell has been always competitive in it, but now I think they'll take a step up just with what Danny Tellis brings. I, I mean, it's as, it's going to be as battle-tested a team as anyone in the state, so I would I would say Slidell's definitely a team to watch uh, moving forward. How about Pope John Paul and Erica Williams? Obviously, there's, as you just mentioned as well, there are some upcoming seniors that have obviously a ton of not only experience but ability, and Again, I don't want to overlook, and I think I did, and I kind of beat myself up a little bit of, of my coverage and VSN's coverage uh, during the state championship of not giving enough credit to Erica Williams. And um, the job she did was phenomenal uh, at that state championship game, calling timeouts and bringing her players together. And then the job, as as we just talked about, you know, we talked about Ali at the post game press conference how, how about erica williams you know with the opening comments at the podium and you know really you know even reminding ali that ali don't you have a message you want to give you know and tell me about erica williams and um a slide l grad again that i find out from your article so you know there were some conversations like you know there's a job you know how are we going to do this so the slide l grad is going to stay at pope john paul as the head coach tell me about erica williams you know, she's, she's been there two years now. She really has a bond with that team. And I think when all of this happened, and, and I think I said this on Twitter, you know, I, I didn't editorialize in the article too much, but this was an example of adults actually coming together well to make sure that the children, you know, because remember, these, these are kids. These are 15 to 18-year-old young ladies who are, who are, who are kids um, who have been through a traumatic experience at that school. That entire school has been through that experience, and I, I can't imagine what that's like. But they all came together to say, what's the best for us and for the children? And Erica is a tremendous coach. She runs, she's run a club up there. 
in Slidell for the past uh, five to seven years. They're very successful. She's a former player. You mentioned it at Slidell. Smart young, smart young lady. Good uh, volleyball coach. She's only going to get better with time, with experience. But everyone came together and said, look, what's, what's the best for me and what's the best for these young women? And, and Erica mentioned this to me on several occasions when I talked to her when, she, uh, when they announced her for the job was that she really felt a bond with these, with these girls. She really felt a bond with the school. And she wanted to continue that and wanted to continue to be a, be a part of that. And that just speaks to, to what they built over there at Pope John Paul amongst a lot of the sports program, but especially the volleyball program over the last 10 years, it's such a family atmosphere, you know, and this past year, it took on that even more. They made games, events, they had music, they had all this other stuff. The entire school would come out. And now Erica gets to continue that with a bunch of players who, you know, she's coached for the past couple of years. She's coached with Danny before she's able to have that con- the continuance of what they're doing. And I only think it's going to get better over there. I mean, I, they they have such a good program. They have good support from the administration. Uh, Richard Diodoni's done a great job as, as the athletic director. And she, I was just, I can't say this enough. I was so impressed in this day and age when you think of people, you know, doing uh, me first type things. These were two adults who sat down and said, look, what's the best for everybody involved? And Danny obviously couldn't go back to Pope. And, you know, Erica says, well, Slidell, you're a great coach. I coach with you. Slidell's going to get a good coach. But I want to stay with these young ladies, start my head coaching career at a place where I'm comfortable, where I can also give them support that I don't think anyone else can give these young ladies the support they're going to need. Because that first game next season back at uh, Pope is going to be an emotional like it's just the way it's going to be because it's going to be their first, you know, game that they, the first match they play since that incident at, at a, you know, regular season level. And it's going to be emotional for everybody. And that's the someone who's guided these girls through this and just, you know, provided them with the support they needed. And I just, I want to give both of those people credit for that because they really have looked out for what's best for the school community and for the athletes. And that's something you, you don't always see in this day and age, and they deserve some credit for that. Well put. All right, another coaching change I want to get your opinion on and just kind of get your take. You've obviously done a ton of volleyball, not only on the North Shore, but in New Orleans. You've probably seen at least 75% of the last Dominican Mount Carmel matchups head-to-head, and you've seen both of those teams state championships and in the tournament. Taylor Conaway Rishu, uh, the longtime assistant for April Hagedon, uh, who's in a, a coach, a great coach for WD with Danny Tullis uh, with the club travel ball, has a great 16s team. Tell me about that move. And uh, again, getting um, a, a new head coach at Mount Carmel that is very familiar. She has coached every player on that roster that she'll have next year in varsity. Give me your take on, on, on that, on that uh, move at Mount Carmel. I mean, I, I think that was a no-brainer for Mount Carmel. You have someone there who's, who's very talented coach. You know, Taylor's done a lot of good stuff. We, you know, I've covered JV matches for VSN, and and the quality of the JV matches so is is varsity level quality. I mean, and that just tells speaks to her. And April set the program up so well. And you know, April always has a soft spot in my heart. She's a Loyola grad. She's a so I will always have a soft spot for her. And she's been such a great coach over the years. And I think. Being under that tutelage, uh, Taylor's going to do just fine. Now, it's going to be interesting to see because when you're the head honcho, it, it's different, right? Like, it's 
That's just how it is. When I was a stringer, now I'm the sports editor over at the farmer, and it's just different, and I understand more things than I did before. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes in a very, you know, established rivalry and with an experienced head coach, we go Chatelier over at Dominican. But I mean, that, that was a no brainer. I think she's going to do tremendously over there and they've got a lot of talent coming back at, at, uh, Mount Carmel. I mean, they've got that throughout the program, so they're going to be just fine. So that was, that was good timing in terms of, you know, and, and April's talked about. This is what I want to step down for family reasons for, you know, she has so many young kids and her and I have been talking about that probably for two years. Hey, when are you going to, you know, are you going to step away? We need to make sure we do a story about it. Let me know. Like, yeah. you know, and, and Chris Dave did a good job with it um, for Nola, for us. Um, but Taylor's just Taylor's a home run hit. That's a no brainer. And she's going to do a lot of good things there. We talked about your uh, well-versed uh, ability to not only write, cover, but announce uh, multiple sports. Soccer, we're in the playoffs. Uh, give me, um, give me your take. We're, what, uh, you know, what has surprised you? What, you know, St. Thomas More for VSN and Division Two, a nationally ranked program. But let's talk about the teams on the North Shore, New Orleans area. Just give me your take on on the soccer playoffs right now, uh, either on the boys or girls side. Yeah, we've. I mean, we, I think it's been a, it's been fun so far. We've had a, we've had some upsets, and I think that'll happen in the power rankings um, because they're not perfect, but they're the best we have right now. But you know, North Lakes girls has got a couple of upsets, which have been really good here in the North Shore. That's been exciting. They're a twenty three seed. Um, we've had um, SSA is playing tonight. They're a team that I would watch on the girls' side. They're playing St. Paul's is playing right after them. They're going to have a really interesting, likely rematch in the quarterfinals with Denham Springs, which snapped St. Paul's streak of 12 straight finals appearance last season, coming in a hunter and winning. Um, Brother Martin Jesuit's supposed to play today. Brother Martin, a 23 seed, which is just insane to me, but it shows you how the power rankings are both good and bad. I mean, it's, it's and then you mentioned St. Thomas More. That girls' team is just. If there's ever a program in the state that that's one that needs to be studied because they have just been so good over the past decade really and beyond that and they just continue to plug away and it's been it's been a fun soccer playoff we've had some really we've had some upsets we had mandeville ponchatoula went to nine pks in the first round Whoa. i mean we've we've had just some crazy things happen and we're still in the second round this new window it's 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 unique in that previously we'd have games, we'd have the quarterfinals this Friday, Saturday, and then we'd have a full week off to the semis on Friday, Saturday of the following week. They've expanded the window, so some teams are playing those second round games later this week, which means they'll play the quarters Monday, Tuesday of next week, and then the semifinals will be that, you know, Friday, Saturday, depending on weather and if it's boys or girls and just all that sort of stuff. So I think the soccer playoffs. While they usually go to chalk, I mean, usually one and two are going to get there. This year may be one of those years where we have some of those just surprise 10 seeds or 11 seeds that are really top five teams that because of power ranking anomalies or maybe they play in a district that's not so strong or maybe they were missing some players early in the season where, you know, you got some losses and maybe you didn't think you were going to get. They drop down a little bit, but they are still very quality sides on, uh, on everyone. 
Well, Joseph, we certainly appreciate your time and some some soccer knowledge in there as well on our Digging It Volleyball podcast. I love it. Great job. And again, can't, can't say enough about your work and uh, the, the the article on on uh, the tallest family and Danny's move to Slidell and uh, was just was sensational work. It was really, really well done. Appreciate your time this morning. Uh, continued success. And let everyone know where they can find your work. I, I, I know most sports fans know, but for those that 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 aren't familiar, please school them because it'll be good for them. Stamilyfarmer.net that that goes to nola.com. You can also catch my work on nola.com on Twitter at Joseph Holm. And uh yeah, I appreciate everything you do. Uh I appreciate you uh letting me do some play by play. That's not quite Paul Boron good, but I guess it's better <laughs> than some of the other options. So no one's it's- no one sent me any hate mail yet. So that's a, probably a good thing. That's a beautiful thing. No, we love having you. And uh, all Joseph Holm good uh, reps are good reps. So I love if I if I see you on the cruise sheet or doing a game, I'm like, oh, we're, we're good there. We're good there, especially if it's volleyball. I know we're great there. Hey, thanks so much, man. Keep up the great work. Appreciate it. You got it. Joseph Holm, good friend and a, just, a, just a, a great, great writer and broadcaster and has a passion for volleyball and tremendous knowledge in both of which you just got an example of. Let's take our final break. When we return to digging it, we'll just wrap it up by telling you what's coming up and another sport, wrestling, state championship coverage coming up this weekend. We'll tell you about it after this. Hi, my name is Will Sermon from St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. On behalf of my entire staff, I want to wish all the players and coaches the best of luck. Real service, real people. The Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport. The Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. Welcome back to Digging It Podcast. We wrap up the show with a look at what's coming up this weekend for VSN. We'll have the Division IV quarterfinal soccer game Saturday at 6 p.m. Newman at Pope John Paul. That's going to be an awesome game. Some, Some action on Friday as well. Some girls basketball on Friday. And then Friday and Saturday, be sure to check out our social media, probably VSN's Facebook and Instagram the most. But we'll be in Shreveport for the wrestling state championships, of course, the quarterfinals and semifinals, as well as the finals. We'll have just very similar to what we did with the volleyball state championships, highlights and interviews uh, on our social media of some of the bigger events. And we'll get to as many as we can. Robbie Dotry, Chad Ravenak, um, Ben De Palma, all three of those guys have been a unbelievable help this year leading our wrestling coverage. They'll be there as well. We'll hear from all three of those guys. And if you want to go anywhere, just check out varsitysportsnow.com and check out the latest edition of Louisiana Wrestling Now. It's a state championship preview. Coach Robbie led the charge. We have interviews from Division One, Division Two, and Division Three, as well as breaking down the seating and the brackets. So best of luck to our wrestlers that are headed up north 
for this weekend and for our girls going to club tournaments this coming weekend. We want to thank our guest, Latasha Wise-Jackson, the new head coach at Vanderbilt, as well as Joseph Holm, of course, sports writer for St. Tammany Farmer, as well as a sports analyst for VSN. Did a great job, especially with that article on Danny Tullis. Our director is Justin Thomas. I'm Eric Ritchie. Thanks so much for watching or listening to this latest episode of Digging.